You're listening to the Online Tutor Business Podcast, where I help tutors get found, hired, and referred. Episode number 28. Now, there are three stages of how people feel about their tutoring that will guide you in where you are at in your journey with pricing your tutoring services. Keep listening to learn what they are. Hi, I'm Joanne Kaminsky, and with 10 years experience tutoring online, I've made over a half a million dollars. And today, I help other tutors get similar results or better. In this podcast, you're going to be inspired by other tutors stepping into this journey and getting results. You'll learn strategies you can apply to your business, stop feeling alone in the process, and make more money so that you can feel amazing every time you have an aha moment with one of your students. This is the Online Tutor Business Podcast. There are three feelings that we have when it comes to our prices, you guys. Resentment, comfortable, and guilty. Now, these three different ways are the three different ways that we're going to be talking about why tutors feel this way and how it's hurting your tutoring business. A lot of people think that, you know, if I feel comfortable, that that should be a great place that I should be. And we're going to talk about all, you know, what are some of the negatives and some of the positives of each of these ways of feeling about our different pricing that we have with our tutoring business. You know, today we are actually going to get uncomfortable talking about money. We have to address this. We we don't like having that money conversation a lot of times, right? We just want to be able to help our students. They're struggling in a certain area and we want to be able to help them. And and sometimes that money conversation makes us kind of feel uncomfortable. So that's what we're going to get today. We're going to get uncomfortable with this feeling and really deal with the heart of the issue that's going on for us so that we know exactly what we should be feeling and when we should be feeling it. And when we don't, we can identify that and we can do something about it. You guys, I'm really excited because today we're going to be giving away a free t-shirt. That's right. I'm going to show it to you guys. I'm really excited about this. So this is a t-shirt that was designed this weekend and it says, I will tutor you in a room. I will tutor you now in Zoom. I will tutor you in your house. I will tutor you with my mouse. Get it? Mouse. Ah. I will tutor you here or there. I will tutor you because I care. And I'm going to be giving away at the end, uh, we're going to be using a randomized spinner. So it's going to go around and around and around with your names. How can you get your name on the spinner? All you have to do is respond. So I've got some people in the house that I already get to say hello to, like Francina. Thank you. She is greeting us from sunny California. Please tell us, you guys, where are you from? What is it you tutor? This is how you can get put into the entry for the t-shirt. And what Elizabeth is going to be doing is she's going to be adding your names. When she sees your name pop up, she's going to be adding your name to the randomizer. So this is going to be a really great way for us to be able to thank you for being here. So one lucky person is going to win the t-shirt. What do you guys think about this t-shirt? I'd love to be able to hear in the in the comments below. What are your thoughts? Do you think this is cool? Um, we've got Audrey Connor Gibson in the house. Thank you for joining us today. We've got Robert. Woot, woot. Uh, Beth, Kathy Cousineau, so glad that you guys are here. Now, you're going to want to stay to the end because you're going to want to make sure that, that you get to see this whole entire thing go in, in process, right? This is really awesome stuff. 
you are not going to want to miss how this goes. Also, throughout, I want to hear what it is that you have to say. I really want to bring you guys into the conversation. So how do you currently feel about what you charge for your services? I would love to be able to hear where you're at in this process. Are you feeling resentment? Are you feeling comfortable or are you feeling guilty? Because we have to get to the root and the bottom of how we feel so that we can be at peace with what it is that we charge. And it's gonna change over time. There's gonna be times where we need to increase what it is that we are charging. And if we haven't dealt with the feelings that we have at the rate that we're at right now, you're gonna struggle when it comes to making that next step, that next leap into getting paid more. And that is exactly what I would would love to be able to talk about. Now, if you're just starting out, okay, it is okay to start your prices at a certain price range because you're like, look, I just want to get students, I want to get testimonials. This is a that's a completely different reason. But as soon as you start feeling resentment, okay, as soon as you start thinking, oh my gosh, these people could totally afford to pay me way more money than what they're paying. As soon as resentment enters the picture, that's really a cue to you to tune into your feelings about it and to be able to do something about it. Because it's not fair to the student and it's not fair to the parent and it's not fair to you to continue to charge that rate with that feeling. So never promise your your clients that you're always gonna keep them at the price that they're at. I've never actually made that promise. I kind of do it, but I've never made the promise. And in fact, one of my clients, I am going to be increasing in the new year and just letting them know, hey, it's not gonna go all the way up to what I'm currently charging my students, but it is going to meet them halfway um, at the halfway point. So. And I think that it's it's fair to then allow them to make the decision, do they want to continue on with me or not? And it's okay, like I'm okay to release this client if they've decided they don't want to move forward. But I've noticed that I've started feeling this feeling of resentment with this client because I do know that they do have a lot of money and they do purchase a lot of my time with tutoring. And it's not fair to them and it's not fair to me to kind of continue moving forward and tutoring with that feeling. It's like, it's something that I have to deal with. A lot of us, we like to just kind of throw things underneath the, the rug, right? And just kind of ignore how we're feeling about money. But that's a really dangerous place to be. So why do people feel resentful with what it is that they charge? You feel resentful when you're not charging enough. So let's say you started off doing some free tutoring services with a client but you never gave them like a timeline of how long you do free services for them, right? And now they're canceling services on you and you could be having like other clients that are paid clients in that spot, but they're they're starting to cause more problems than than in 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 the entire like scene of the of it, right? And so then you start feeling resentment, like, "Oh my gosh, like I'm giving you these tutoring services for free." And you're constantly rescheduling me and you're not honoring the time commitment that I'm putting into this, right? So one way to do it is say, you know, I can continue to do free services until blank or, you know, I've really enjoyed working with your child. Um, now that my 
my tutoring business is just about book solid. You know, I have, we have to talk about if you want to continue, here's the rate that I'm going to be charging. You know, it, we've got to have those uncomfortable conversations with our clients and not avoid them because at the end of the day, they're not the ones that are suffering. At the end of the day, you are the one who's going to suffer if you continue on with those kinds of resentments. And so it's really important to make sure that you do that, right? I'll, there are sometimes I hear people say, like, I can't pay my bills. Like, I, I can't afford the things that I need to even run my business. And it's like, okay, you're in a really dangerous spot when that's the case. Now, some people are just kind of doing this as extra cash on the side. You know, it's a different situation. It's all extra money to you. It's not like your entire career is really hinging on you making sure that you're charging enough for your services, right? So I think that's really, really, really in, important. I And this is something that's really, I think, Audrey, you've really put this up. This is Oh, we didn't, yeah, no, you're supposed to be seeing me. Thank you, thank you. Yes, no, now you're supposed to be seeing me. <laughs> oh, golly. Oh, the, the pleasures of going live, you guys, hey? So when it comes to, you know, seeing, um, having this fear, that this resentment that's going on, there are fears that attach themselves to it, right, Audrey? That fear of rejection. Well, what if they say no? Okay, but what if the next person says yes, right? So a lot of times it's really hard for people to say yes to a price increase. So a really great time of year if you're going to increase your prices is the new year. And that's coming up. That's why we're having this conversation right now so that you can start preparing for it, right? Because in the new year, you can say, hey, you guys, in the new year, my prices are going to be going on up. Here's what they're going to be. You can let them know ahead of time. Um, and, and if they need to save the money to be able to continue with the services they can, it might be an evaluation time where they're like, you know, I feel like we're done. I think we, we've actually gotten what we needed out of the tutoring. That's cool. That gives you a fresh new student the opportunity to be able to work with them. Okay, and that next student will come on in if you're continuing to take those five actions a day in order to be able to get your students. You will be able to get new students. There will be somebody who will say yes. And so I think there's a lot of times there is that fear of rejection, but know that they're not reject rejecting you. They're rejecting the services. And so we actually have to separate those two things. A lot of times when people say that they're, they have a fear of rejection, that's a personalized rejection, right? Like you're rejecting me as a human being, I'm not good enough. All of those kinds of feelings come in, but that's not what they're rejecting. They're rejecting the tutoring services at the time, okay? It's a completely different thing. And so we have to have that ability to be able to separate the two. It might not be the right time. It may be a little, you know, and here again, we're talking about not being able to, you know, charge enough for what you're doing, right? If they can't charge, if they can't afford, for those of you charging ten to twenty dollars an hour, and you're feeling resentment because you feel like you're not charging enough, right? Then it it does come down to saying, okay, I'm going to, I I, I can't continue to just charge this and have this feeling there are going to be people that are going to say yes at the new rate, whatever that rate is. And so definitely take that into consideration. You know, a lot of people, when they're not charging enough, they really suffer from imposter syndrome a lot. They think, 
but I don't have enough education to really raise my rates or, you know, who's going to want to pay me that much money? And at the end of the day, it is all about self-confidence. And you have to be able to tell people what you charge with a straight face. It doesn't have to smile. It doesn't have to, your voice doesn't have to go lower. You just say, I charge $100 an hour. That's it. Or here's another thing that I did. Um, somebody asked me how much I charge. I said, I charge $400 a month. And here's what you get as part of that package. You're gonna get the one hour of tutoring with me each month. There is going to be a computer program that you're going to be utilized in between each of the sessions. And you're going to have the ability to have books that are at your child's just right reading level that they're going to be able to go in and read at any point in time that you would like them to. And so it sounds a little bit different than saying, oh, this is how much I charge by the hour, but here's what you get for what you pay. Um, and that can, that can kind of change it around a little bit, even though it's not really changing anything at the end of the day, right? I'm still making $100 an hour. Those other things aren't things that I have to do. So really, really great. You guys have so much to say on this. I love it. Um, and I, I think it's so it's so important, you guys, to really take a look. So anybody else here, I'm looking to see if other people feel that, yep, that next yes is right around the, the, the corner. And I would say, yes, side hustles are very different from those full-time careers, right? Because you're putting a little bit more of your heart and soul into it. It's not a hobby. You know, this is absolutely your business. The second feeling that people have is they're comfortable. Well, I'm comfortable with what I charge. I feel like this is, you know, this is kind of the going rate in my area. I hear people say that all the time. Like thinking, all right, the going rate in your area you got the you got access to the entire world. You no longer have to worry about the going rate in your area when you're doing online tutoring because you have access to people all over the world who can afford your services. A lot of times when people are feeling comfortable with what they are charging and I've I've been guilty of this. So you get really comfortable with what you're charging. You're like, "No, this is a really good rate for what it is that I tutor." But it doesn't stretch you. And it's okay to be comfortable for a while. Like at, at some point you have to feel comfortable, right? You have to feel comfortable about what it is that you're charging. If, if that feels good, that feels right. But if you stay comfortable for too long, you don't stretch yourself into charging more. And then you just think, no, this is a good rate. I'm doing well, I'm happy. But then I hear tutors say, I've sold all my hours. So are you comfortable? Are you still really comfortable? Like we have to really get honest with ourselves are you still comfortable and a lot of people say yep i'm still comfortable i can i can pay my bills i can do this but now i can't spend as much time with my own kids because i'm so busy i can't do this or i can't do that and they don't even realize that resentment is starting to seep on in and so now there's something that we, at this stage, when you start feeling this for too long, we have to start thinking about A, raising our rates, or what are some other ways that we can bring in income where we don't have to trade our time for money. And we have to start thinking about, you know, maybe reducing the hours charging more. You've already got now leads that are coming on in 
for your tutoring services. You have people who are referring, you're building relationships with other tutors. If you're in the Insider Secrets Club, you're you're doing all of these different things, right? Maybe you're, you're creating content on a schedule. You're doing all these things. You feel comfortable with where you're at, but at the same time, you're starting to feel as well overwhelmed. The balance is starting to, to decrease from your life. But we tell ourselves, we're comfortable. We're comfortable with the amount of money that we're making, but then we get fearful if we lose a client. So I think it's really important just to really get honest with ourselves about how comfortable are we feeling with our tutoring business. I've got lots of people here. Um, so glad that you guys are are here and, and joining us. Um, Joe wants to be full-time, awesome. Um, but I think what really happens is we have to get comfortable with where we're at and then be okay to feel uncomfortable at times when you were feeling comfortable. Like, don't, like, talk yourself and be like, no, 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 I'm comfortable. You know, it's, it's okay. Yeah, I'm, you know, I should be really happy. You know, I have... I've booked my tutoring business. I it feels good. Um, or some people be like, you know, like I have five students, but I'd really like to have ten. But that's okay. I'm 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 comfortable. I'm good. Um, I think it's really important, really, just to be get honest with your feelings, where you're at, and what you're actually feeling. It is so hard for us, you guys, to really get honest about money because. I don't know about you. I don't know where you came from, but I'm just going to share a little bit about me. So I grew up in poverty. Like our, I, I didn't, we didn't grow up with a lot of money. We were just able to pay bills on time and, you know, make ends meet. Um, there was a lot of fear and anxiety around money in my, my family. There were times where my dad was going into food lines uh, to be able to get money um, and food in the in the 80s. I mean, they just really, really struggled. My dad was always going on strike with his business, well, with his company that he worked for. And, you know, he, he really struggled. You know, I, they never got me a tutor when I was going through school. They actually saw me as the smart one, but I was actually struggling. I was struggling with reading, but they never knew. Um, it wasn't until about sixth grade that my mom even knew that I was struggling with reading. But the whole idea of even getting tutoring services wasn't even something that crossed her mind. So it's I grew up with that poverty mindset. And it's taken me a lot as I have made this journey to transition from that poverty mindset to a wealth mindset. To, you know what? I can make this amount of money. I am making this amount of money. I'm so excited to be making this amount of money. And it's a really incredible place to be, you guys. Now, when I started my teaching world, and I got my, the, the, the next point is coming on up, and, and this one's really, really big. This is the one all about the guilt, right, that, that we feel with what we charge. So we're going to be, be heading on into to that one. But I, I taught in the inner city at a school called the Milwaukee Academy of Science. And I would say 90% of the kids at our school were on free and reduced lunch. And 
you know, I just had a heart for teaching. Like I really just wanted to be able to help my students and see them succeed and and give them everything that I wish that I had had when I was younger. And I wanted the best for my students. I would stay late after school to even do private tutoring for free um, to be able to help some of my kids who were struggling. Um, I remember staying after school with one little boy, his name was Otis. And Otis, I just asked, hey, I asked his mom, hey, can you pick him up 30 minutes after school and I'll personally work with him. And I volunteered my time to be able to help Otis because it broke my heart to see how much he was struggling when it came to reading. And when I became a tutor, I had to transition from this point of view that I want to just be out there to help my students. Okay, I do. I've been guilty of saying those things, of saying, uh, I don't do this for the money. I do this because I love teaching. However, I've also gotten to recognize that, you know, a teacher is getting paid to do their job. You know, whereas for me now as a tutor, if I don't ask to get paid, then I don't. And that's going to affect my family. And that's going to affect then my resentment. I began charging $40 an hour with my tutoring services. And I was completely clueless. Are people really going to pay this? Right. And there were some people there like, gosh, I just can't afford that. Um, and it was like this, this like heart wrenching kind of feeling inside. You're like, oh, I feel so bad. They can't afford it. But here's the thing. I bought into some of the lies. See, when people say that they can't afford your services, it doesn't mean that they absolutely cannot afford your services. That's, we can't take them at face value of what they say. A lot of times there's something hidden deeper. When they say I can't afford your services, sometimes it's I don't find the value in paying for your services at the price range that you are saying when I could get it at this, or they're saying, you know what? I don't think they need the services as much as I thought they did. Or maybe this isn't the right time. You don't know why they're saying no at this time. Most people are going to say yes. If you have gotten to the point where you are now separating yourself from those tutor lists and you're creating your own content, you're, build, you're networking with the right people, those are the things that are going to help you be able to increase your prices because people are already going to know your value and your worth versus going on just a tutor list. A tutor list is just like, okay, well, I could just find the cheapest tutor, right? People just start automatically going down there. So this third point is all about guilt and that guilt of what you charge for your services. So this comes from a place, again, of imposter syndrome. I feel like I'm not worth the amount of money that I'm charging these people for. I feel like I am taking advantage of people. And we have to really realize like where is that coming from has there been a time where we have been taken advantage of ourselves that we didn't feel like we got the value for what we paid is there a time where um you you paid for something and you didn't get what you thought was going to be the result and you feel like somebody scammed you or conned you you know, at the end of the day, that's not what this is about for us, right? We're not here to con people, scam people. We are really here to honestly help people. And it's okay to get uncomfortable with what you charge. But as soon as we move that into guilt, now all of a sudden we're going to have a hard time getting people to say yes 
to our tutoring services. And we're going to think it's because we charge too much. But if you hold on to your cool and your confidence, you're going to find that more people are going to say yes to you than say no to you. If you have a funnel that's working the way that you want your funnel to be working, amazing things are going to happen. I'm curious, Elizabeth, what are some of the things that you heard people saying in the chat about, you know, pricing and that kind of stuff? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. We we were having a great uh, conversation there on, on YouTube and on Facebook, too. But um, I heard a lot of um, people just talking about their imposter syndrome and um, and how they they really want to raise their prices, but they were nervous because of either internal um, fears or kind of circumstances, um, people saying no to them in the past. A lot of people deal with that, people saying no to them in the past. And then, you know, you never know whether, you know, somebody might say no to you in the past, but then somebody else might say yes to you in the future. So, And I think that's really important is, are we going to allow our past experience to determine our future success? And you hear me say this all the time, right? So yeah. you have to know that in, in every business, you have to hear a certain amount of no's to get to yes. Now, we're really yes. lucky in the tutoring industry because maybe it's you have to hear four no's before you hear a yes. Maybe you have to hear one no before you hear a yes. That's okay. Like That's called lead generation. That's why people are constantly bringing in leads and, and getting people through their funnel and all of that great stuff. It is okay if people are saying, no, not at this time or, you know, it's okay. Don't take it as a rejection of you because we own our own tutoring services and our own tutoring business. A lot of times it's really easy for us to internalize it personally. Yes. But know that you have a community that's going to support you and help you increase that self-esteem so that doesn't continue to happen for you. That you can continue to attract people who want to say yes. And the more confident you become, the more students that are going to say yes. Isn't it amazing how confidence makes that one teeny little difference and people saying yes or no? Oh my goodness. And yes, you, you know my story with this. Like once I got that confidence, it was it was night and day for me how many people were saying yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just incredible. And I mean, if, if you're not part of the ultimate support group on uh, for online tutors on Facebook yet, um, if you're here with us on, on YouTube, um, join that because you will just learn so much more about how to how to get that confidence and how to have that community behind you supporting you all the mm -hmm. way while while you build that and it really is all about mindset I feel like I mean yeah. there are outside circumstances but mindset is I wouldn't even say it's half the battle I would it's 75% of the battle. <laughs> yeah, a lot of times it is. A lot of the battles are within our own head. And that's why it's so important, too, for us to realize, like, how do feelings and how we feel play a part in that mindset, right? Because we can now take those feelings and we can start, um, we can start ignoring them. We can do things to kind of cover them up. But they're really triggers for us to know. We're, what do we need to be doing? You know how some people say they're very intuitive? Well, this we were all built with this little intuitive signal system called our feelings. And that's how you know when things are feeling right, when they're not feeling right. When, when you start feeling these negative feelings, it's time to do something different. And don't cover them up with thoughts that aren't true. 
just to make yourself feel better because just thinking positively doesn't solve how you feel. And so it's really important just to get down to it. Like, why do I feel this way? So whether you're feeling, you guys, resentment or you're feeling um, comfortable or you're feeling guilty, ask yourself, why do I feel this way? And be honest with yourself because that's really going to guide you into what steps you need to take next. Thanks, you guys, for joining us today. Congratulations, Daniela. I can't wait to send you that T-shirt. And you guys all enjoy the rest of your day. Bye, everyone. Did you know that the online tutoring industry is a $1 billion industry and that it is projected to grow to $112 billion over the next five years, according to Technavio? Now, I believe that to succeed in this business as individual tutors, we need to stand together and unite, which is why I have created the largest community of online tutors helping each other on Facebook. I'd like to invite you to join our free group, the ultimate support group for online tutors. I want to help you get found, hired, and referred so that you don't have to compete with other tutors, but instead can collaborate and grow so that you can help students all over the world and have the freedom and flexibility to allow you to do what you love. In fact, I want you to feel amazing every time you have a light bulb moment with your students. I want you to have so many light bulb moments that you light up an entire city. All you need to do is go to Facebook, type in Ultimate Support Group for Online Tutors, and hit join. What are you waiting for? Join today.